Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Rathocon Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze and study and gush and love Star Trek II, the Rathocon, one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Chris, welcome back. Welcome back to you. We are on Minute 29 of the Rathocon. Minute 29 picks up with Kirk continuing his tour of the engine room and ends... Uh, a minute later, uh, with Sulu saying, Admiral on the bridge. Yes, Admiral on the bridge. Some good Admiral. stuff here. Get a little yes. More, uh, uh, a little more info about, a little more uh, insight into into the uh, into the engineering. Uh, yep. Engine, I guess the engine room. That's, uh, that's what he referred to it. Scotty called it. Not, not engineering, the engine room. So we're yep. down in the bowels. Um the, I think we we talked about this. We we come in right at the same camera angle as we did. We ended the minute kind of looking down yep. uh, from the second floor, and we commented on the moon boots already um, that everybody's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> the moon boots. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, one of the other things I noticed too is the uh, uh, you got to love science fiction and and uh, you know the set set decorations when they, when they put stuff together the uh right. the, the the light the light panels behind the cadets they're just just all blinking and you know there's like a set of buttons all blinking at the same time and the, what what is that really yeah. supposed to be other than just filling in some of the you know what here's what you see uh, or you know what I mean just yeah um, I'm not even sure how to describe it. It's just kind of filling in the background. It's just fill. It's just filler. When you actually sit down and look just, at it, you're like, "What is that? What is? Yeah. What is what's that function? I, I don't know." But uh, you got to you got to laugh. Flashing but, lights. But it's cool when we when we change angles and we see Kirk. He pulls out his hanky and is uh, dusting off the console, and we see down the. I'm assuming is the entire length of the Enterprise that giant conduit, I believe. I mean, I'm assuming that's part of the the warp core. Well, you know, it's funny. I I think I might have talked about it in the last minute or yeah. last minute or two. When we were talking about the original series, and every time you saw the engine room in the original series, there was always you kind of threw that. It was like a through a screen, right, or through a fence. You always saw this long tunnel. Yeah. And I always wondered what it was. I always thought it was a nacelle, and uh, and this time actually kind of as a you know going through it and looking. Uh, I agree. I think it's we're probably looking down the the body of the Enterprise, and then I also noticed the two, the two blue, the, uh, giant pipes or pipes that are coming out at two angles. Do you think those those potentially could be going up to the nacelles? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never noticed that before. Yeah, no, me neither. So that was a uh, that was kind of fun. Um, and you've got some random dude that even though there's an inspection going on, he's he's around. still doing he's still doing he's still doing his work. Yeah. Looks like he's got an old old timey camera on it with some lights, like he's taking pictures. I don't right, know. he's he's a he's a busy man over there. Even though uh, you know Admiral Kirk is uh, hanging about, I know everyone. He's else got is. no time for love, Doctor Jones. <laughs> uh, and then we get to see the uh, 
think that's the reactor room, or actually, you know what? I don't really know what that is. Uh, but we a see warp it. engine. There's a we, warp we, engine we do. next to it. What, right, yeah. Thing? Yeah, what is that thing? Um, but I do believe we will see that later. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I think that comes into play at the end yeah. of the movie. And I, and I feel bad for the guy. He's all alone in there in that self-contained, uh, you know, plexiglass um, room with warning stickers all over it. Yeah, and two things, right? Um, shouldn't he? You know, I think I mentioned too that the engineering uniforms—they're—they're they're great. They look like hazmat suits, and right, yeah. Um, uh, Shouldn't this guy be wearing at least like a helmet or something? He, you know, all well, clearly, yeah, clearly says warning: do not enter. Yep. <laughs> so there's obviously some level of danger in there, right? Right. But uh, well, maybe he's only in there for a few minutes during the inspection. It's, it's okay. right. Yeah. But so can I just? I'm going to take us on a total tangent, and I, I have, I have, I'm going to, I have an, an opinion to share. Um, I've always, you know, Star Trek is an our future, right? It's it's not, right. you know, it's science fiction, but it's still, you know, there's a connection between present day and and the Star Trek universe. You could see how we could get there with technology and and uh, and all the things that you know, society has gone through. Um, but one thing I've always, I think, I'm sure I've shared this with you over the years. One thing I've always <laughs> joked about is there's no way we can get to the Star Trek future with when you go into a shopping mall or a grocery store and the sliding glass doors that open up, you know, when you walk into a grocery right, yeah. store, they're littered <laughs> with with the stickers that say, warning, automatic door, warning, warning, warning. Like, I'm like, there's not a single door in the Star Trek universe that has a warning label on it. And I'm like, how do they – I just – They just know. It brings me down. I'm like, we're never going to get to Star Trek if we can't start peeling some of the stickers off our doors. We know – these doors are going to open. They've got a pad right there on the ground. In Star Trek, they just open, and they don't have any stickers on them. There's no warnings. So I just that's what this these warning stickers on this particular <laughs> room made me made me think of. I'm like, oh, less stickers. That's my uh, yes. That's my my ask for present day Earth. Anyway, sorry tangent. Tangent. <laughs> Very good. So. Um... As we do see a lonely man in room, um, we're going to see sort of a, an abrupt cut here, um, and there's a reason for that. Um, this scene actually is extended, mm-hmm. and it's in the director's cut, okay. not in the theatrical version. So you'll see sort of Kirk coming around, and he's we see our, our buddy midshipman Preston, mm-hmm. and then it's an abrupt cut of the to the. Uh, crew sort of lining up, and he can. A couple of them are uh, chuckling a little bit. Uh, a couple of smiles on a couple of faces there. Yeah. And then we all of a sudden see Kirk standing right next to Scotty. So we definitely see cuts being <laughs> cuts happening here. That's right. Where did Scotty come and from? We, yeah. Where does Scotty come from? So there's a big actual scene that happens, and it's between Kirk and uh, Midshipman Preston. Okay. So uh, Preston actually. Uh, Kirk comes up behind him, and Preston says, uh, I believe you'll find everything ship-shape, Admiral. And then Kirk goes on a little mansplaining of his own, talking about how uh, you know he's called down to Mr. Scott and gotten uh, nothing but trouble and saying that uh, you know I need more, more power. And 
And uh, one of my one of my favorite lines here is, "Do you have any idea the ribbing I've had to endure in the officers' mess to the effect that the Enterprise is a flying death trap?" <laughs> and then uh, Preston actually uh, goes on and says, "This is the finest engine room in the whole Starfleet," and actually insults the admiral by saying, "Then, with all due respect, he's as blind as a Tiberian bat." Ooh, Tiberian bat. That's a uh, that's cold. That is pretty cold. And then, of course, Scotty. This is where Scotty actually comes into the scene and he clears his throat. And uh, Kirk says, Midshipman, you tiger. You're, you're a tiger. And then uh, I sort of set this up last scene where I asked, like, does Kirk know hmm. who he is? And actually we find out in this missing scene who Midshipman Preston is. And he's Scotty's sister's youngest. Scotty's nephew. Yes. So, and he is quote crazy to get to space. A little bit of nepotism there, then, huh? Having him right in his own engine room. Definitely. Hmm. But that's why we see, I believe, the uh, the couple of the crew members there, you know, in line chuckling, and then I believe we see one of the other guys chuckling as well as uh, Kirk is rounding the corner, heading towards the uh, Inviso elevator. There. <laughs> yeah, I see him. Um, well, you know, I think that's a. I think that's been a uh, a common. What I've a common complaint about this movie is uh, yeah. is you know there's there's a we talked about foreshadowing. There's more to come with with Peter and Scotty later yes. in the film. You know, a lot of people didn't understand um, why Scotty was so concerned about Peter Preston and uh, right. Yeah, it would have been nice if they had left some piece of this in at least. You know. At least identify that he's Scotty's nephew, you know, right? Just right, add, yeah. Just one little bit of add a little bit of a more that would have made some scenes a little more emotionally stronger. Right, and it's possible that they could only do this one in one take, and they didn't have time to like cut it together so that they. I mean, looking at the way the dialogue flows, I don't think there's really any way you could have cut this thing shorter just to. You know, just so that you know who he is, you'd almost have to play the entire scene. Right, which is sounded a little tedious. It it is a little long. I mean, I didn't I didn't go through it verbatim, so there's more there's more to it. But it's I gave you the the gist. Right. Now you call it the invisio. Would you call it the inviso? <laughs> inviso elevator. <laughs> I I always thought of it as like the Barbie Dreamhouse elevator. <laughs> Right, he just stands in it. I can almost picture some guy with you know pulling the rope because <laughs> he's just lifting him up a floor. It is. Yeah. Um, during the uh, during the deleted scene, or the uh, I should say the alternate scene, you actually see the elevator come down while he's talking to Midshipman Preston, and then by the time the the theatrical version comes along, he just sort of jumps on. Is there someone in it when it comes down? Nope. It's just you can just see the floor. Oh, so he must have hit the button and we did missed it. I don't. I don't know how it comes down. It just sort of. He's talking to Preston, and then all of a sudden, you just sort of see the the elevator come down. Right. So now we get to Kirk's uh, uh, laziness, right? <laughs> wasn't his, wasn't the whole point of him coming up to the Enterprise was to do this inspection? Oh yeah. And he's like, later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Admiral, what about the rest of the inspection? Right. Yeah, later. Right. You think there also be like it's weird that McCoy is asking that question, you right? Think that you know, it, it, somewhere in here that 
Kirk would have a chaperone of someone senior on the ship, like say Spock or even Savick or, you know, someone to kind of lead him around and, and stuff. And so it just seems weird. The McCoy's asking a question like, cause McCoy's just there. He's just hanging out right with, with, with a uh, Kirk. I, I, I guess so. Yeah. It's just a, I don't know. It feels like there's, there's something they're missing a character here. Hmm. Never really thought about that. Well, now you have something to think about. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. So, um, <laughs> Something new to think about, I think. I should. There's a direct quote of Kirk's earlier. So now we get to um, uh, uh, 11 more seconds of the motion picture. So we're getting uh, yes. Close, we're, we're getting close to our star our motion picture minute. Um, we are. 11 yes. more seconds. Um, we've got the uh, uh, turning on all the lights. Um, so, you know, clearly a you know, starship to go into to leave space talk and go to space. It needs to be all lit up. <laughs> That up it does, uh, and in ingenious places too, like the side of the torpedo shaft, like needs to be lit up. Hmm. You know, you know, you got to have that one lit up. I mean, and the front of the nacelle, got to have that lit up. Right. Yeah, it's an odd, odd set of choices. I mean, I do like you know, obviously they they, they light up the uh, you know the the uh, NCC seventeen oh one on a on one of the nacelles, so that's you know, sure you want to light up the logos right. and the insignias. Yep. Um, and yeah, these oh, are all these are all taken a little bit out of sequence from uh, how they're laid out in the motion picture, uh, and uh, all the way to the kind of the, the very last shot you get is um, you know the, on, the, on the main body uh, right. of the Enterprise. You see the Starfleet logo, uh, yep. and you see the the, um, uh, the dish start to light up. And yep. it, it was funny because I, w- I did do some compare and contrast against um, the motion picture sequence, you know, just to see, oh, yeah, it's all in a different order. And uh, But in the motion picture, the, the dish lights up. You get a lot more of the light up. Um, oh, really? Yeah, in the motion picture, it lights up. It gets brighter. There's there's a lot of depth. There's, there's some some more definition to it that just makes it, it, you know, looks like something more structural than just a light in the front of the ship. Um and that's all we're really getting here is just a little bit of the light. Uh, and uh, also compare and contrast in the motion picture. Basically, all these lights came on uh, almost with, with very little uh, score uh, scoring in, from the film. They just all kind of quietly come on. There's a little bit of music in the background. Uh, right. Whereas in this one, it's very bum bum bum. You know, each oh, one yeah. gets a it's a big intro um, to the score and it's uh it's actually one of my favorite pieces of music uh, from the film and it's uh you know just getting us ready yep oh yeah oh I do like I, I enjoy it I mean we I don't think we've we've talked about the score and we've talked about the music and I think we've even talked about it offline that I don't think we talk about it enough like how mm. great it really is yeah there's I mean there's I agree it's awesome I mean I own um uh, I have the soundtrack on on vinyl. I've got it on uh, you know, <laughs> d- digital download, um, and uh, yeah, it's fantastic. And there's just more to come, right? It's, it gets it gets. Oh better. yeah, and I think we talked about you know the, the the reveal of Kirk in the last minute, you know, on the shuttle. Just that little sense of wonder uh, music yep. they played. Uh, the the turning on the lights here, uh, and even just and there's another one another uh, sequence right after the lights come on we get we get to the bridge 
Yep. Um, yep. And, uh, so the bridge doors open and the music changes, and uh, very. It's got a to me a very naval feel to it. You almost yes. feel like you're a step. You could you if you you know close your eyes, somebody could be stepping onto the uh, the deck of a ship. You know. Uh, right. So I think James Horner does a does a great job. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. But now we're on the bridge. Um, uh, I more more comparing uh, uh, to the motion picture. I think the the bridge. You know, this is kind of the the, the official reveal of the bridge. Right. Um, in this film, you know, we've only seen the the simulator, uh, the Mark IV simulator, up until this yep. point. Um, so I think it's cool. There's a there's a whole bunch of. Uh, hubbub and activity going on um i think most of the people on the bridge we have already met before um and there's yep. some of the cadets from that we saw uh in the simulator cadet oh Todd, yeah cadet todd's yep. there and um our buddy that does nothing he's actually well, he's actually next to spock and right oh yeah i look like he's, he's he's active um but i think there's two new folks on the bridge uh there's just one guy who he just walks. He's right in the foreground. Just walks by as the doors open. Yep. Um, I can't then, tell. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, and then there's the woman who just sort of walks the other way by him from in front of the console of where Sulu and the other cadet are. Yep. And what's she carrying? She looks like she's carrying a captain's log, maybe. Yep. Another ubiquitous clipboard. It's always a yep. clipboard on the bridge. <laughs> I, I think this is a great angle, too, because normally when we look at the bridge, we're either looking at the view screen mm-hmm. or we're looking at it from just in front of, like, Sulu's console. Right. So we never sort of get this reverse look. And I think one of the things that I like about this is you see that whole little panel there that's right in front of Spock. It's that sort of tactical, almost radar-like Oh yeah, screen. The one that's I mean, between the, Sulu and the cadet. Right. Yeah, that's like it's almost very like 20th century sonar. Yep. Yeah, that one's a. I remember as a kid that one being that because that was in the original series too. But you you rarely got to see it, and I always right. remember being like you always wanted to see a close up of it. And you never get to see a close up of it. You know, just show me you know something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a that's a good angle. I, I agree. Um, uh, going back to uh, the, uh, I don't know what rank he is. The, uh, I don't know. I want to say it was a cadet. These guys are all yep. cadets, right? Uh, so the cadet who walks uh, right in front of the doors when the doors open. Um, I think, although I can't confirm this, that that is um, Danny Terrio. <laughs> oh. Which oh that oh for those for I think those we, of a certain I, age may remember a TV show in the seventies called Dance Fever. It was a game show, right? Where people come on something and, like that, yeah. And he was the host of Dance Fever, um, and uh, so as as I've been doing research for the movie, but trying to find out all of you know Khan's henchmen and the cadets, and um, Danny Terrio is listed in a couple places as um, either a cadet or. Uh, one of Khan's henchmen, and I think we've confirmed he's definitely not in that crew, in that crowd. I right. think this is him. Yeah, you had mentioned this offline a while ago, and I think I just was like, yeah, whatever, and, you know, he's not in the movie, but totally makes sense here. I, I can, you know, it does yeah, look like him. Yeah, if you if you know who Danny Terrio is, and you look at this guy, you're like, yep, that could be him. 
yep. and maybe we'll get a better glimpse glimpse of him in in future minutes. But uh, yes. Anyway, so I was excited. I'm like, oh, I think that's Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. the little things. It is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So the one thing that's sort of, uh, and then you know we we talked about it before, like. We're not going to be the detail guys, but I'm going to be the detail guy right here. What do you got? So you see the woman. She sort of crosses. She's got her clipboard. Yep. And she runs across, and she runs behind Spock. Yep. Then we cut to seeing Kirk and McCoy coming out of the turbo lift. <laughs> and Kirk sort of looking around like – it's almost like he's taking a you know, you know, very slow step in, like almost can't believe he's back on the bridge of the Enterprise. Yep. And but you see her cross again, right in front of Kirk, and she's actually looking at the clipboard this time. So it's like those little continuity issues that, you know, obviously they shot this scene multiple times from different angles, and you know they whiffed it here. They 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 flubbed this one here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, again, we're, this is the Wrath of Khan minute, not the motion picture minute, but uh, this 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 bridge reveal is very striking to me in that it's very dark. Um, yes. And I, at the uh, the motion picture, it's it's um, the bridge. I think is it feels a little bigger. It's very. I mean, it's all all, all gray, right? Shades of gray. Right. Uh, but it seems bigger um, and and definitely much brighter. And it's just interesting that uh, you know the the kind of the tone they've set with this one, making it again, going back to the naval feel or making it feel a little more <clears throat> militaristic. Um, uh, it definitely comes through here. You, you can almost feel like we'll be talking about it uh, later. It, it does almost feel like you're on a submarine. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Right. Kind of little claustrophobic. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I just keep as we're talking. I keep looking at this this shot from the turbo lift, and yeah, it is a cool. It's a it's a cool way to take in, uh, right? Yeah, everything that's going on on the bridge. And I think you know, again, we're not talking about the motion picture, but I think that reveal it's completely chaotic because they're still sort of uh, retrofitting the Enterprise. So there's a lot of things going on, and you know, I think we see like guys on like hover discs and. And, you know, doing all stuff, and there's you know, Ohura's like talking to people, and there's bustle and bustle. And I think here it's like it's it's very controlled. It's very you know, it's more militaristic. You know, people at their stations doing their duties, and yeah. um, less less chaos. Yeah, they're not putting the Enterprise together <laughs> like they were in the motion yeah. <laughs> picture. They're just they're getting ready to go, and it definitely has that feel. Like everyone's just right. about they look like they're all just about ready to you know buckle in, yep, and, and, and hit the road. Um, I think that might be the no, that's not the last line we hear. You know, this is Starfleet operations. The Enterprise is clear for departure, so you know it's yep. they're just about ready to go. Yep, um, and then Sulu gives the you know admiral on the bridge. I've always wondered about that. Is you know the call out to you know. Admiral on the bridge or Captain on the bridge is is it just whoever gets sees him first gets to say that? Um, I guess. I mean, I think Sulu actually sees him first. Yeah. Because he sort of turns around, he sees the doors open, and sort of gives him the nod and says, "Admiral on the bridge." Yep. Not that anyone else looks at him, like Danny Terrio or the woman yeah. passing by with a clipboard. Yeah, they are unfazed about these two yes. officers about to stroll in. 
Excellent. Well, good, good. We're just about underway. Yes, we are. Finally uh, leaving Earth. Finally, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's all I had for this minute, good sir. So, um, I was thinking uh, one of the questions you had asked is, um, why did they land in the tur- torpedo bay? I think it was in minute 26. I think we were talking about like the Admiral shuttles docking and why did they go to the torpedo bay? And I went on this big thing about like, oh, well, they don't, you know, they went into the bottom one, but then I realized halfway through my description that they go into the torpedo bay, which, you know, you know, the one, the shuttle, uh, port above. And, you know, I was like, oh, I made a mistake. Well, I went back and actually listened to the minute again, and I guess if I had actually listened to the minute, they actually say dock in the torpedo bay. So they actually tell the shuttle where to dock. Oh, okay. All right. So that's why they that's why they actually dock in the torpedo bay because that's where the Enterprise told them to. They told them to go there. All right. Yes. And that was my big mistake where I went on this big, huge <laughs> – Thing about and you know I owned up to it, but I just wanted to. I went back and checked on it again. So, so this has been the Wrath of Khan Minute Corrections Department. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then the other thing I wanted to note was um, we had asked you know the homework of you know what is the crew, what is the other crew members been doing like Ohura, hmm. uh, yep. Sulu, and and I couldn't find anything. Like I did a lot of research, couldn't find anything. Only thing I could find anywhere I looked was that. You know, they were assigned Captain Spock for the training of the cadets and to be on a three-week training cruise uh, aboard the Enterprise. So that's what their duties were at this time. Gotcha. So I'm wondering if I'm going to voice my opinion and say maybe they were in between gigs, so to speak, and they just happened to get the short straw and had to go out on the training cruise. I think yeah, I I would agree. I think you know, uh, Kirk I almost said Khan. Kirk's an admiral, right? So he's got some yep. pull. So I'm sure he's like, you know what? Who do I want right. with me on this training cruise? I want my original crew, right? Scotty's right. already there. Um, yep. Spock's already there. So he just pulled his uh, his favorites. And uh, you had mentioned about Sulu uh, actually getting command of the Excelsior, mm-hmm. and um, I found that also in a couple of places. So he actually was going to be given, you know, his promotion to captain. And uh, we find out, obviously, due to events in movies two and three, that uh, you know that ends up not happening. And I believe uh, Captain Styles is given command of the Excelsior. That's right. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess uh, I forget they do get into some trouble in the uh, next couple of movies. Yes. Uh, so. So I can see. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Well. Cool. Well, Dave, thanks for doing that homework. Yes. Now I feel like a slacker because I did not. That's okay. That's why there's two of us. Correct. Right. <laughs> All right. Any other uh, homework findings? Nope. I'm excited for us to get underway. Me too. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, all right, then, everyone. Then uh, uh, you can find us uh, online right now uh, at Twitter. Uh, our handle is at WOK Minute. Uh, we're on Instagram where we uh, post behind-the-scenes photos uh, as, as we as we go along of the scenes that we've been talking about. Um we also have uh, the Wrath of Khan Minute Listener Federation on on Facebook, which you can join that group and uh, uh, participate in conversation about uh, Wrath of Khan or the Star Trek movies in general. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, so uh, feel free to uh, uh, join up with the group and, and join the conversation. 
If you're not into that kind of thing, you can always drop us a, an old-fashioned email at podcast at wrathoconminute.com. And uh, we will be back on Friday here at the Wrathicon Minute.